0: D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast. With your hosts, Karen and Dan. All right, welcome to the D&D Character Lab, a show based around the one thing that we as players cannot resist.
1: Compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Each week we're bringing a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of Xanathar's content and scoring against a predefined table of criteria. It's then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers
0: to prove to one another that our baby is best. That's right. We are only using Xanathar's material. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of some player's handbook. There's a little player's handbook. You have there. to have a little player's handbook. Yeah, you gotta Otherwise, have some races. It's... This is mostly Zanny subclasses. That's all we're doing. Two or three in the Xannies. Yeah,
1: that's right. We're we'll popping a Zanny for another week. That's it. I'm feeling really mellow about this.
0: You Hi Jan. You really shouldn't. You should be on edge. You're coming back in hot Woo! on this one. Oh yeah. Listen, I don't like being down. And I'm coming in hot. Oh, I assume you cheated, like you did with the
1: warlock, to get back into the winning category. So cheated. Yeah, no, I can only assume you've cheated. Well, assume away. All right, we have our level fourteen Zanny's characters this week, and why don't we why don't we roll right into it? All right, we're
0: They're having great. fun. Are we having fun? We I'm having. We're fun. We're in the lab. The lab's looking great. It's good. It's good in here. Lots of potions on the burner. Isn't that what that is? No, that's just a rack of hoodies hanging. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let me introduce you
1: to Lestine. 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 He's I a... can't decide if that sounds Spanish or something that you should rinse it, your mouth should... out with.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> According to Fantasy Name Generator, that's Half-Elf. Oh. Yes. he. Now, we randomly rolled for background uh-huh. using the random background generator from Xanathar, so... I'm just going to run down what I rolled in. Take me on a journey here. What did you, what happened with your Lestine? Well, he doesn't know who his parents are. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was born in a barn, shed, or other outbuilding. Which one is it? I it, mean, tell me this. No, no. I'm going right through. I'm just going right <laughs> You're through. no specifics. This is, no, this is create, create your own
1: background. I think they mean for you to elaborate on it to really make it <laughs> yours, but uh, okay.
0: He had two or lower siblings, okay? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And he uh, was obviously an only child. Having no no family. He was not obviously an only child. He possibly had two, two siblings. Two or lower with no parents. He, he lived a squalid life. I would assume in an orphanage. I would assume. His childhood home was a small house. So it's it's very hard. It could have been a small orphanage. It could be, it was probably a small orphanage. The only childhood memories that he remembers is that others saw him as being different or strange and he had very few companions. So so far, orphan, that's an outcast. Uh-huh. Very very good. So uh he is a soldier background. This is uh so he became a soldier because one of his relatives was a sailor. Who took him to sea? But he did not. (laughs) He's a. (laughs) He became a soldier because his relative was a sailor. (laughs) He had a relative that he knew, so it must not have been an orphanage. You are. He went to sea, but (laughs) he became proficient in arcane archery. So I'm not. How does that? Listen, I rolled it. I rolled it. Horrible monsters descended on his community, killing someone he loved, maybe his parents. He took up arms to destroy the creatures. Wait, and others. Why would it be region. his parents? He didn't know his parents. It, maybe it was the uncle that took him to see. Ugh. Come on, roll with it. I rolled with it. So that that's it.
1: Lestine, is the arcane archer. Yes,
0: half elf, arcane archer, ready to bang it out. I'm sorry that I didn't have my background a little bit better polished. I thought we were just gonna roll with it. Well, we are. My background is completely rolled up too. We actually
1: hit a few similarities here in our roles because I want to tell you about Kalani the Mirage. You and the nicknames. Oh, and the nickname really sets the tone because when you hear The Mirage, you're already getting a picture in
0: your head of you what hear, this guy's like. And when you hear Sweet Touch, you really know what's going on. Yeah. He really got to you, didn't he? Yeah. He touched you. It's Hey, listen, it's, it's better than the Ménage à the,
1: the, the deity Ménage à Trois. But... I think the fans went wild for that. No one told me, but I could feel that they did. Kehlani is also a half-elf. We got two elves in the lab today. And I rolled a 99 on the first roll, so he also does not know who his parents are. (laughs) But let me just run down the rest of it for you here. He doesn't know who his parents are, but he was born at home (laughs) with seven siblings. So he's like a litter. But he doesn't know who gave birth to him. No, but he was raised by his mother and father. (laughs) That's how this is all working out. He lived a comfortable life in a small home. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. He remembers having lots of friends, and he was very happy. So I'm thinking that maybe a lot of moms and dads all lived in a house together, like a commune, but they all lived in one small house, and then they had litters of children. So he knew that a lot of adults were in the house. Like the
0: little mother goose tail with the family in the shoe, kind of like a lot of people congregating. But that was just
1: one lady and all of her kids.
0: Yeah, but... These are a
1: lot of moms and dads. Imagine M. Night Shyamalan's The Village, Uh okay? But all in one little house... And they don't tell the kids who's mom and who's dad. <laughs> and they're all raising the kids. That's what's happening here. Yeah, this is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and he was enamored by the tales of heroes when he was a kid that all of these moms and dads were telling him. So he be- wanted to become a hero himself. He honed his skills hunting animals out in the woods. You got to get out of that small house every now and then and do something. Because I imagine it's a shoe. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking. This is a shoe. small little shoe house. Yeah. Very comfortable. A plush. Old pair of shoes. Yes. But it had a lot of arch support. Oh, good. Which is comfortable. Yeah. So he honed his skills. Arch hunting animals is good for archery, by the way. If this is a half-held, half held health, he's archery. not an archer. Oh, he yeah. has a bow, but that's not where he—that's not where he lies. Because while he was out hunting animals, he went on a little bit of a spiritual journey and connected with the wild by himself. Now he wasn't hunting in the forest; he was hunting in the desert. He lived in a small house in the desert, and he went out into the dunes to hunt. And what did he hunt out there? Armadillo, tortoise foxes buzzards okay yes buzzards for sure but while he was out there he was i rolled a natural 100 on a d100 table so he got the weird stuff that happened to him in his life and he was captured by a cult and they tried to sacrifice him to an elemental god but he escaped killed many of them but he has never found his way back to his small home so he's been roaming the dunes hunting evil wizards and elementals he is a ranger and barbarian half-elf folk hero Kalani, the Mirage. That, I mean, that pretty worked out all right. It did. Once I started kind of talking through it, I was able to piece my uh, my stuff together because I knew he was going to be a Barbarian Ranger and a Half-Elf. I rolled the rest of that, and that's how it all worked out. Well, I guess we better get to
0: it. Yeah, because that was very enlightening to the guests, i yeah, sure. Yeah, so as you can tell, Xanathar's create your own background. It gets weird. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm going to start off. Lestine in the melee category, I'm arguing a plus two. Um... Yeah, he's a fighter. Strength of strength of fourteen. Give mm-hmm. him plus two modifier, but he has three attacks. Okay, he is carrying. He's proficient with a greatsword, which deals out two d six plus two slashing, and he has action surge.
1: Oh yeah, potential for four attacks. Four attacks. Yeah. Two d six. Two d six plus two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty good. It's plus two. It's pretty. <laughs> that's plus two. <laughs> Two d six plus two per hit potential, for potential four, of guaranteed three
0: potential of forty two damage. All right, but but Kehlani the Mirage. Now he's got two attacks. With action surge, it's fifty six damage. So slow, slow your roll because
1: I have two attacks, but I took two weapon fighting, and he uh-huh. wields a scimitar in both hands, uh-huh. and that's one d six plus four because he uses his dex on his scimitar. Yeah, plus two when he's raging plus yeah you're in this barbarian rage he has planar warrior where as a bonus action he can designate a creature within 30 feet that creature then takes 2d8 damage on the next attack okay plus he has distant strike between attacks he can teleport 10 feet if he hits two different creatures during an attack he could then take a third attack against another creature
0: all right so you get a plus two so we're getting both plus twos yeah there's, it's I wanted not,
1: one of us to win this.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, you're dealing with a fighter and a and a barbarian multi class. So no. These are kind of their bread and butter. Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, you get plus two fire damage if you're if you're even standing anywhere near Kalani and he's raging because that's part of my path of the storm. Uh huh. The storm herald yeah. that I took here. Yeah. Uh, he took the sand because I mentioned he's out there in the desert. Sure. So that that sand is whipping you in the eyes, just trying to be near him as he's whirly dervishing with those. Is that song called Sandstorm? It is. Thank you. I've learned something today. You got it. So, what are you dealing out with range? I've got some pretty great range too, because I've got a longbow with 1d8 plus four, two attacks, and I can still add that range damage. Range damage. I can still add the planar warrior damage, and I can still do the distant strike damage. What's
0: your two hit? Plus nine. Okay. What are you arguing? Plus two. Absolutely not, but I'm gonna tell you why. I took the archery fighting style. Okay. I have a dex of 18, proficient with the longbow, plus 11 to hit, deals out 1d8 plus 4 damage, 3 attacks, right? I also have curving shot. At 7th level, the arcane archer learns how to direct an errant arrow towards a new target, so when you make an attack roll with a magic arrow and you miss, you can use a bonus action to re-roll the attack roll against a different target within 60 feet of the original target.
1: That's cool! Yes. Like James McAvoy in Wanted. Shoot curving those arrows yeah he just slings it plus two easy but then i get a plus one then no because yes yes you don't have You forgot my planar warrior and my distant strike two attacks though it could be three it mine could be four so 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 I'm, i'm asking for one less than you and i think that's fair still 1d8 plus four all right all right fine fine minimum 24 damage
0: all right all right fine
1: all right but as a fighter, as an arcane archer, wait, oh, this is
0: magic archer. So you might have something in the burning aid category. Oh, absolutely. I was about to say you have nothing, but oh, no, you no. got something. Arcane you archer, have? my friend. So I have arcane shot, which I can use two times per short rest. Of any of the following now this is gonna be my one of my more lengthy so just give me a moment i'll just do you I want have, me to take a nap or something i have i can use two of the following per short rest so banishing arrow which allows me to use abjuration magic to temporarily banish my target to a harmless location in the Feywild. wild good the control creature, but terrible burninating wait it's not done uh, so once you hit him basically the target can also take 2d6 force damage if the arrow hits, but that's only if I'm 18th level, so it doesn't apply. So it doesn't apply. Enfeebling arrow allows me to weave necromantic magic into my arrow, and then the creature hit by the arrow takes an extra 2d6 necrotic damage. The target must also succeed on a constitution saving throw, or the damage dealt by this weapon is halved, hit by his own weapon. So any attack that he makes with his own weapon is halved until the start of his of, of my next turn. Summarize that again. So, 2d6 necrotic damage, target must succeed on a con-saving throw, or the damage dealt by his own weapon is halved until the start of my next turn. Oh, I see now. Okay, yes. Yes. Or Grasping Arrow, which allows brambles to wrap around the target, the creature hit by the arrow takes an extra 2d6 poison damage, its speed is reduced by 10 feet, and it takes 2d6 slashing damage the the, the first time on each turn it moves one foot or more without teleporting. The target or any creature that can reach it can use its action to remove the brambles with a successful strength or athletics check against your arcane shot, save DC. Otherwise, the brambles last for one minute or until you use this option again. And then there is shadow arrow, which allows me to weave illusion magic into my arrow, causing it to occlude my foe's vision with shadows. The creature hit by the arrow takes an extra 2d6 psychic damage and it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be unable to see anything farther than 5 feet away until the start of my next turn. These are all very fun. I especially like that shadow arrow. Yeah, that's cool. It's like a
1: dark blindness. Uh, But what kind of limitation did they put on this? You can't use these constantly, can you? You can use two of the following per short
0: rest. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay.
1: I assume you said that at the beginning.
0: I'm not done yet. At seventh level, I get magic arrow. So it allows me to gain the ability to infuse arrows with magic. So whenever I fire a non-magical arrow from a short shortbow or longbow, I can make it magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance or an immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. The magic fades from the arrow immediately after it hits or misses a target. Ooh. So I am arguing a plus one for burninating.
1: Okay. Uh. Yeah. That was definitely not a plus two. I'm not. I'm not sure changing it. Those are really fun. It's fun to hear those those all out loud because it gives you such a, a
0: great array. Two between short rest, gosh, I mean, I'd want to use it more, right? right? But they're powerful. But it is short rest. I'm happy it's not long rest because you can use them pretty often. That would have been pretty l-
1: often. way too limiting. Yeah. Two is probably a really nice cap on that because you're getting, what is it, 2d6 on average for all of those damage. Plus, plus your attack. Plus your effect.
0: Yeah. And your effect. Yeah. So So it yeah. is a
1: lot there. Uh, yeah. No, I'll give you a one on that. That's cool. That's very cool. What do you got with burning eighty? Well, I've got my two fire damage when I'm raging. Just being around me. I also have wind wall. It's a level three spell that I can cast. I got three level three slots, and it is a fifty foot. I can make a fifty foot wall, and if they're anywhere in it when it starts, or if they touch it while it's active, I can concentrate it up for ten minutes. 3d8 bludgeoning damage i also have conjure barrage which is a really cool spell that i wasn't really familiar with before this but all i do is like i take an arrow from my quiver and i throw it up in the air and it make it into a whole bunch of arrows basically and then throw those at my enemy cool and they have a deck save how many arrows do you know it just says it makes a whole bunch of them a 60 foot cone
0: a 60 foot cone of yes
1: and it's a deck save so that's a lot of range on that. Cool. 3d8 damage if they fail the deck save. Half as much if they pass it. Windwall also has a strength save. I think I deserve a
0: plus one for
1: this no, because there's quite a bit of damage there.
0: Those and are there's both... actually, actually not much to choose from. but um... They're both level three spells. I got three level three slots. So yes, I'm not bursting with damage. And it's per long rest.
1: You're, you're, you're cutting me down on that, huh? Yeah, yeah, you're getting a zero. Cool spells though. I would, I would like to opt to roll. Can I would you accept my role for the one? I mean, no.
0: You're you're
1: no. you denying me the role? Yeah. All right, fine. I'm going down. I can't I can't get a negative one on the next one. That's not fair. <laughs> All right.
0: Control. I'll take it. I'll take, Wait, what? Well, I'll you're, take you're it. What? You're trying to take control of control. I'll take it. I'm taking control of control. I'm arguing a plus two. All of the arcane shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't I'm not going back into it. Not going back into. It. All of them have control. It says all of them. My notes say all of them. Yes,
1: I heard the control aspects of each one of those.
0: Okay, I took the Mage Slayer feat which allows me to, when I'm within five feet of a creature that is casting a spell, I can use my reaction to m- take a melee weapon attack against the creature, or when I take damage against, uh, from a creature that is concentrating on a spell, that creature has disadvantage on a saving throw. I'm sorry, when I damage a creature that is concentrating on a spell, that creature has disadvantage on a saving throw that it get, takes to maintain its concentration. And then I also have advantage on saving throws against spells cast by creatures within five feet of me. I have Indomitable, which allows mm-hmm. me to re-roll a saving throw that I fail. Mm-hmm. I can do that two times per long rest. I have advantage on saving throws uh, against being charmed, m- and magic cannot put me to sleep. That is an easy plus two. I would say that's a plus one. No, all of those all of those arcane arrows, Mage Slayer feat, Indomitable, which is advantage, uh, a re-roll a saving throw, and advantage on saving yeah, throws against being charmed. Yeah, but you still only
1: charmed. have two per short rest. So you're not, I mean, while your damage output was pretty apparent... Because the magic arrow thing uh kind of pushed that one over the top for me. But this is those things are all pretty great, but they're not that impressive, especially when you think about the fact that you can only use those control things two times per short rest. Then I'll
0: bring also the fact that I can curve arrows, and if I miss an attack, I can reroute the arrow to a different target. Well, see, now
1: that's a good argument. You don't have to be so snide about it, but yeah. that's a good argument. Yeah, I mean, that's battlefield control. All right. plus Fine. Two. All right, so my control, I took the elven accuracy feat which is one of the new Xanathar's feats. When I have advantage on any sort of dex check, I get to re-roll one of the two. So that gives me an opportunity to definitely succeed. I also have Danger Sense, Natural Explorer. So I got Barbarian and Ranger Traits here. I've got my primeval Awareness, which I can expend a spell slot to use because I used the player's handbook version of Ranger. I've got Misty Step, which allows me to teleport 30 feet. Love Misty Step. I've got Silence, which which is very good against spellcasters because most spells involve verbal components and they cannot cast within 30 feet if I'm around. And I also have the spell Haste, which gives me double my speed, plus two to my AC, and plus an additional action so I can take a third attack while the spell is active for and one, one minute. One minute, okay. For one minute. And I have Jump, which increases my Jump ability. These are all spells. Now again, I can use Jump. If I wanted to, four times. Misty Step three times silence is also a second level spell haste is a third level spell and i have land stride so i can't be held down by difficult terrain and i have hide in plain sight where it would take me a minute but then it's very hard to find me yeah i think i also deserve a plus two i got a lot of different things yeah, in my, in my pretty advantage good, here. pretty
0: good control there
1: so let me talk to you about tankiness tankiness now you're probably feeling pretty good about your tankiness as a fighter i have Are you trying to gauge me yeah yeah i'm already trying to size you up on this one Go for it. We're two half-elves, you know? We're basically the same build. <laughs> yeah. I'm very dexterous, though. I have 16 AC, 174 hit points. I've got the Rage, which gives me resistance to slashing, piercing, and bludgeoning. I have advantage against... Nope, that's not a- relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I have Danger Sense, which gives me advantage on dex saves when uh, there's something's going something's to happen. I have Ethereal Step, which as a bonus action allows me to cast Etherealness, without expending a spell slot, which makes it harder to kill me because I'm ethereal. I didn't read that spell. But I'm ethereal. Like, you can see through me. I'm like a ghost. I could become a ghost as a you, bonus action. You can
0: probably still get hit.
1: No. go Total ghost mode. Ghost? Wow. I go full ghost mode they as should a bonus rename, action.
0: Hey, wizards, if you're listening, it's, rename it total ghost I have, mode. I have
1: totally disrespected this ability of the <laughs> ranger. <laughs> so, what are you arguing? I can't look it up.
0: What are you arguing? Um, <laughs> What are you arguing?
1: I am arguing a... You didn't write it down. Plus one. Duh. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty tanky. Yeah. I got resistance when I'm raging. All right, I'm I can ar- rage twice per short rest. I'm arguing
0: a zero. 154 hit points, AC of 15. Okay? Mm. But I have second wind, which allows me to use a 1D... Uh, roll a 1D 10 plus 14 once per short rest to regain health points. So you're not, you're not equipping a shield, I
1: guess, huh? Oh, because you're an archer. You're Correct. not going to walk around with a shield. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, that's a zero
0: for tankiness. I, I totally give you that.
1: All right. So we're moving into friend abilities. I don't I don't feel like either one of us is really going to yeah, shine in this category. No,
0: I, I don't help friends. I am as I am a
1: negative two. You are you got nothing to offer your. friends. I really don't have anything. Okay. I do have something to offer my friends. What? But I am going to uh I'm also going to be very honest about this. Okay. So jump I can give to my friends. Misty step nope doesn't count. No. Misty step is just me. But haste I can give to my friends. So I can give my friends double speed, uh,
0: bonus to their AC, and additional attacks. (laughs) Let me ask you this. In game, Mm -hmm. I'm talking to Garen right now. Yes. Are you giving a spell slot to your friend to do that? I mean, honestly. I would give it to your guy. Because your guy could
1: already do potentially four attacks. Yeah. That would mean he would get another standard action. Which means he would get another three attacks. Yeah. So if I needed to mop up a battlefield... I would give you my turn because you could do more output damage than me. Okay. So especially from
0: ranged. Oh, I can do more output damage than you. We've already been through that. So I, I should get I, a said plus two. I should get a plus two and you should get a plus one. Nope. On that. Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. I think uh, you now, a now
1: here's one. now here's the other thing. You know I'm gonna be one. honest with you about this. If my friends are standing near me when I'm raging, they also take that two fire damage. Because I am I'm a storm. You're a dick. Uh, it, it's part of the storm. You can't control the storm. You only have to become part of the storm, you know? You hope to uh, gel with the storm a little bit. <laughs> <audio> 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 <audio>
0: minus one, minus one. Got then. it. Minus one. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so balance, where yet? I'm liking my balance on this guy. I've got a strength of 10, but ten, but uh, strength is irrelevant to my character. Dex yeah, because, of, well, strength for barbarians is usually not... But I didn't take any strength weapons. Mm-hmm. Dex of 18, con of 14, intelligence of 10... Wisdom of 14, Charisma of 14, Passive Perception of 17. I am also proficient in survival, investigation, nature. I have a 9 in stealth, and I have proficiency in
0: athletics. I think it's a good plus 1. You don't think that's a full plus two balanced character? I don't think you're balanced enough for a level 14, and here's why. All right, let me see the comparison. Show me the comparison. Strength of 14, Dex of 18, Constitution of 12, Intelligence of 12, Wisdom of 15, Charisma of 14. Good argument. So let me ask you this. When you built your guy, what did you have
1: for ability score improvements? Did you have three opportunities or four? Four. Because you just went straight fighter the whole time, and fighters actually get it a little bit more often, don't they? Yes. So you took one
0: feat. And three... Ability improvement. All right. Yeah. In that regard, yeah, two to one. I, I totally see that. I also have proficiency in animal handling, arcana, athletics, deception, intimidation, nature, and survival checks. Nice. So that's a plus. So you're, you're a very foresty kind of guy, huh? Yeah. Well, didn't you get that in the backstory? Yeah, the backstory was very clear. I was just kind of making conversation oh, okay, on that. Gotcha. Yeah. No, no. I get it. So I'm going to talk smooth operator. Smooth operator. Are you smooth? So, <clears> hmm. <throat> Um, That's a no. Hmm. try Try write uh, a minus two? So actually, I did take another feat. I'm sorry. My I I pencil I took, is I took leaning towards the minus two. I uh so I'm arguing. then how did you get to those numbers? I'm arguing a plus two. I am. you took another feat. Yeah, I did. Did I you did. also increase your ability scores three times? Listen, I use D and D. You might have done it. No, I I, I use D and D Beyond, and that tells you exactly what to do. So, so. you're saying they're flawless? Yeah, I oh, would definitely. They're not going to sponsor you. So, I took the observant feat. So, when you can see a creature's mouth while it's speaking a language you can understand, you can interpret what it's saying by reading its lips. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Pretty smooth, right? Totally smooth. Okay. And you have a plus five bonus to your passive perception and passive intelligence, uh, which is investigation scores. I have a charisma of 14. I have a plus seven in survival, plus seven in animal handling, plus seven in deception, and plus six in nature. What is your passive perception if you have a plus five? 17. Oh, okay. Because you weren't you weren't already proficient in it. Right. That could
1: send it through the roof if you were proficient in perception. Yeah, absolutely. Holy moly! Yeah. We, holy. We, we, yeah we uh, but that's not a plus two. You got the observing feat is super cool, and I know that's where you're putting your stock, and I think that deserves a plus one because otherwise your ability scores is all you're kind of riding on there. Yeah. So I give you a plus one. Okay. You're you're. I'm gonna piece. roll. You're I'm gonna a roll for the it. plus two. You want to roll for the? No, I'm denying you. So there. All right.
0: No rolls this episode, folks. So it's so don't. It's not your. You started that. I wanted to roll before. I forgot how the roles work in this show. You, you've been, you're you've forgetting a lot of our rules. It's not
1: like we don't <laughs> record all the time. The lab, the I don't lab, know why you have mental drink, decay on this.
0: No, I drank one of the potions here in the lab. I think I sniffed up some underwear or something in here. Oh, no, I'm making meth in here. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You, you drank my meth? It wasn't even I ready. The, I drank the meth. Oh, oh, ah, yeah. It cost me so much money. All right.
1: More than those shirts.
0: So, I was wondering why your clothes always smell like cat pee, by the way. What do you bring to the table for Smooth Operator? I have protection from good and evil. What's the modifier you're arguing? Plus one. I have
1: Detect Magic.
0: <laughs>
1: this is weak. No, you see, because my guy, because he was hunt wizards, I thematically set up my, my spells. Here, don't make that face at me. I have Detect Magic. I have Locate Animals and Plants. Because you're in the desert, you got to find some animals and plants sometimes. Sure. Crying out loud. I have Silence... Whoa! Which is very smooth operator. That because is that, you can. that's that's like the only valid argument you have besides I have hide like... in plain sight,
0: which okay. makes me very sneaky. If you have a and that
1: plus nine to stealth. Okay. Primeval awareness, so I can actually track things very successfully if I wanted to. It's okay. Spend kind of spell slot to do that. Natural explorer, which allows me to, even better for my tracking, allows me to traverse areas. Danger sense, which lets me know if something is going to happen. I have de- I have detect portals, part of my horizon walker, for my ranger here. I don't think I have ever specified. I mean, I'm sure you figured it out now that I'm doing the portal-based ranger. But I can detect a portal, yeah, within a certain distance. It's so smooth. Well, you're just you're just knocking straight zannies now.
0: <laughs> but it's not smooth operating. It's so smooth. I can find
1: portals. <laughs> All right. How many portals can you find? You're gonna roll for this. Thank if you. If you want, if you want a plus one. I want roll. a one. Yeah.
0: You'll so roll. I got a
1: plus two to my charisma modifier. I need a fifteen because yep. that's how this works. Yeah. I was telling you. I'm sure they know.
0: No. Nope. Oh! Negative. I rolled a 12. I missed it by one. Get my zero Sorry. Here. What do you want for spitting fire? I'm arguing a zero. Plus seven to intimidation and a plus seven on strength checks. Roll. What do I need for a zero? 12. Oh. Psh, I, my charisma modifier is a plus two. Here we go. Didn't get it.
1: I rolled an eight. That's right. You got a minus one. one. Fine. I could have even argued you down into a minus one. That was me being generous. <laughs> All
0: I right, didn't you didn't even deserve a what zero. You, you, you know got? that.
1: What do you got? Spitting fire.
0: Yeah. Oh, you have the spell spitting fire?
1: Yes, I do. You don't know that one? Yeah, You're an idiot. You should have taken it. Uh Uh-huh. I got jump. That's not aggressive. It's very aggressive. You see me jump three times my distance, and you're going to step up on me after that? That's not aggressive. Wind wall. How's that for aggressive?
0: That's aggressive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Throw up a wind wall in any sort of situation. No one's tracking me down after that.
0: Especially if it results in a sandstorm.
1: Exactly. Oh. It's always a sandstorm as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) I have a plus five to athletics.
0: You really are digging deep on this character sheet right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm really looking here. You also really need to prepare notes because this is this is pathetic. There's there's nothing here to prepare. This is a easy zero. Yeah, based right. on
1: based on
0: yeah right. You have wind wall, wind wall, jump, jump, is athletics, jump, jump. I'm not I'm not counting that. It's not intimidating. It's very intimidating. You're not no. It's not intimidating. How is jump not intimidating? No, people would be like. Damn, MJ. Yeah. Not intimidating. And and who is going to step up on MJ? Inti- no, it'd be intimidating if you were playing basketball in Feyren. So and
1: that's exactly
0: what I'm doing. That is?
1: Yeah. Oh. In this scenario, in this scenario, I'm challenged to a pickup game you're on the court. A, you're okay? getting a minus one. I'm challenged to a pickup game. I cast jump on myself. Right off the bat, I jump from half court, slam dunk that baby home. Then I misty step back on the defense before they even know where I'm at. Danger sense. I know the guy's about to charge me. I hold myself up. I got low strength, but I got good dex. I go around him like a matador. He drops to the ground on his layup. I jump again. Slam it down. Just completely block him on the last second there. I pick up the ball. Now I got reckless attack. My layup comes in hard. I got advantage on it. I go advantage. Slam dunk that baby home. Now they got disadvantage against me because I use reckless attack, but I still have Goodberry. I pull out a Goodberry, pop that for that one HP, offer to them. They're confused. I kick them in the ankle because the ref's not looking. Pick up the ball. You I mean three you, point
0: you absolutely win the game. You absolutely get a zero. Thank That's you. Fantastic. I was in awe. I wish that we could see we had video, but it'd be really embarrassing to record us here in this lab, meth lab. <laughs> but all right. But it was that was good. So, what is the X-Factor? Why do you want to play an Arcane Archer? If you want a completely morally ambiguous and totally <laughs> ambiguous character... Totally as, ambiguous. As, as far as the background is concerned. But in all seriousness, Arcane Archer... I, I talked to you about this. I texted you about this glass, uh, this subclass. This this is one of the coolest that came out of Xanathar's. I'm sorry. It's It's got some really cool... Like This is a completely different fighter. But you're still getting the class features you know so you're still getting indomitable yeah. and second wind and action surge but you're you have so my x factor is congratulations wizards for balancing the ranger <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say that as you're talking about it. i was like you were so excited about the ranger aspects of the
1: scout you really just want to play a ranger i think but like, i
0: hate the on arcana version
1: oh man and yes, the arcane archer, it feels like it should be a ranger, but it's this really cool fighter yeah. archetype. I was actually very excited about all the fighters that they put in that. Yeah. I think all three of them are super cool, super flavorful. Agreed. Kailani the Mirage, he's a kind of a loner character, you know. He did, might he might be Hawaiian. He might be Hawaiian. Didn't know who his parents were. I took a Polynesian name from the book if you can't tell. He didn't know who his parents were, but he had them. And, if, and you guys, had if you guys wanna if you guys wanna reference names, they got 20 pages of them in the back. So go plenty for it. of names. Plenty of names. So go I for rolled it. for my name. I got a great name. I like it. I think this is a really cool blend. Kind of tricky character, but also I got a lot of aggression. I got a lot of damage output. I can really bang it out. And I got a lot of hit points, so I can kind of deal with that. This is a character that I would be very excited to play. I think it'd be a lot of fun because it's got a lot of levels to it. And he didn't score so well. Because I'll tell you, you beat me seven to six, but this is a close match. It You're was. still one down. I am. So you got to come out strong in our next episode, our last Zanny
0: episode. That is correct. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm having a lot of fun with this book. You're not um, really relishing this victory very much. You Well, so happy no, because about I'm still guy. I'm still down. I, hey, I'm all about scoreboard, and I'm I'm humble in vi- defeat and victory. I'm Conor McGregor. Any any closing statements?
1: I'm excited about these guys. I'm excited about our next ones. I've been really digging. Everything I've read in Xanny so far.
0: Be sure to check out our PDF on DMs Guild. Uh, we have Consequences for Poor PC Resting Choices. Yes. Uh, as well as you can check out our our website at dndcharacterlab.com. And then, of course, we have T-shirts that are for sale right now that are our mid max series that feature uh, ability scores, both the maxed out and the lowest possible for each of the abilities for sale. And the links are on our website as well as in the PDF of the poor resting choices yeah and it's a it's a really nice shirt we both bought them and
1: they're they're comfortable we've got some really nice response for those so if you want to check them out please do our stuff is up there on dm's guild we got more stuff coming to dm's guild soon and we are still updating our blog with new content so we're hoping you're enjoying all the arms of the lab here today because we're working hard we're not just making meth and
0: and well and each t-shirt sale helps get us out of this meth lab so that's one day one day
1: Well, thank you for listening. Once again, we love you guys. Uh, You are super. We love interacting with you on Twitter. Please hit us up there or join us on our Discord. We're having a lot of fun. Thank you. I'm Garen. I'm Dan. Remember, guys, it doesn't have to be optimized. It just has to be fun.
0: Have a good week. This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Make sure to follow us on twitter at dnd character lab or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab character at gmail.com most importantly make sure you subscribe to our podcast on itunes or the apple podcast app